This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. I have the honor of introducing our district attorney here in San Diego County, Summer Steffen. Summer is our top law enforcement official here in the county of San Diego, and her responsibility is 3.3 million citizens here in our county, and she's responsible for public safety. She works with all of the police departments as well as the sheriff's department to ensure that we are safe. We're here this morning to talk about investing in the future of San Diego. And so what better than to have our top law enforcement official here to talk with us about that. Summer has devoted her life to protecting children and families and providing justice to those who are voiceless and the most vulnerable. She is known nationally for her work in the fight against sexual exploitation, as well as human trafficking and domestic violence, topics that we heard about this morning during our summit. Um, and she will share with us some strategies here in San Diego that she's working on now. Now, Summer has spent 30 years as a prosecutor, and she's been our district attorney since 2017. She rose through the ranks in our office. And for those of you who don't know, the San Diego County District Attorney's Office is the second largest in this in the state of California. We have over 1,000 employees. We have about 325 prosecutors. We've got about 125 investigators. And the balance of our 1,000 employees consists of paralegals and administrative staff. So aside from being the top law enforcement official, she's also you know, the head of a very, very large agency devoted to protecting the public. Now. Summer has been recognized for numerous awards throughout her 30-year career, but what's especially, I think, uh, relevant to today are a couple of awards, and one of them is she was named the Angel of Anti-Human Trafficking, and she was also named a modern-day abolitionist. And what's cool, she was also in an article compared to a television character, Olivia Benson, um, you know, with Law and Order Special Victims Unit. And hopefully Summer, in our conversation over the next few minutes, Summer can share a little bit about how she got that name. I think I'll stop there. Um, because I'd like for us to engage in a discussion with Summer on what she's doing to invest in the future of San Diego. So let's start with this, Summer. What was your journey to making change here in San Diego? A big question, thank you. But I'm sorry that it's missing from my resume, but I am a fan of Bionic Woman. So... <laughs> 
we'll have to add it, but that was one of the things that, you know, seeing uh, figures that are powerful uh, of women uh, leading, um, it, you know, it's, it's inspirational and it's very, very important that we continue to see those positive images of strength and kindness and compassion combined because compassion is a strength, but sometimes it is not looked at that way and that's why sometimes women are disregarded in fields like law enforcement and other fields. Um, so like I always say, I am the top public safety official. I have, um, I have a, a 13 police chiefs and sheriffs that I work with and I remind them on a daily basis, yes, I am shorter than all of you, but I am the top public safety official. So, <laughs> so we, 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 this is just an understanding we have. I say it in a kind manner, of course, like everything I do. Um, so how, how to make change? And I think I love the theme, Nyla, that, that you and your team came up with, which is I am the source of change. I think that what's really hard about making change is that people just think, what am I going to do? How am I going to make that change? You know, I'm just a small piece in this big, big world and big puzzle. And it's amazing um, that I just never thought that way I, because I, I never thought about necessarily changing the world, but I thought about changing anything that I could change to the better. And so in this journey, which started 30 years ago, um, I wanted, it started much earlier, obviously, but I was inspired by a National Geographic article when I was 12 years old about some girls in uh, North Africa that were being mistreated and abused. And for some odd reason, that drove my whole life. It stuck with me. Something about their faces, I could see my face. They, I was 12, and they looked like they were 12. And I think somebody said it earlier, it is about not feeling um, separate from the world, but feeling that anything that is happening, any harm that's happening to someone is connected to you. It's a, it's, it could be your family. It could be your children. It could be some your neighbors. And so that connectivity, I felt with that article, and I was ready to get on a plane and go um, save those girls. Uh, my parents didn't buy me a, a plane ticket. Um, they, did, they didn't think that was a good idea, but it continued to drive um, my journey in life. And I, I wanted to be a prosecutor because I wanted, um, wasn't very good with guns, so I thought I would use um, the law as the shield and the sword to protect people. And that's how I thought of it, that that's something I can do. do. You know, Dr. Martin Luther King put it best when he said that laws cannot make another man's heart love me, but laws can protect me from the 
heartless. So I strove to use that law, which is a powerful tool when used correctly, to bring human rights, to bring rights to people without a voice. And um, when I was in the office, I did all sorts of things, a hundred jury trials, murders, rapes, everything under the sun, the last school shooting that we had in San Diego County. But um, I saw a hole. I saw that the crimes against women and girls were were very, in particular, not getting the attention. We we had a specialized gang unit, but we did not have a specialized unit that was trauma informed to deal with special victims of human trafficking and sex crimes. So I set out to create that unit and to have it be the premier unit. Now remember, and for the students listening, uh, I know in this generation, sometimes it's very hard to get a no. But in my time, I was just used to getting no's all the time. And so it it helped me, actually. I knew I was going to get a no, another no, a third no. But finally, I got a yes. And I got to create this special victims unit, which started us on that change, because we then had a structure of a trauma-informed unit, which, as Jerry kind said was featured in the New York Times as the real-life version of Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Really didn't care about what they mentioned about me, but it was about that our team was representing what it's like to deal with special victims that don't have a voice. Thanks, Summer, for that. So, you know, it's thirty-year career. So, coming to to today, what are some of the current strategies that you're working on to make an impact here in San Diego with regard to human trafficking, sex trafficking? So the numbers are really astounding. You know, the problem of human trafficking is global, but it's local. In fact, the new state trafficking report 2018 says that you can only fight human trafficking locally, not just globally. And so while it's in the world, the second largest criminal industry in San Diego County is the second largest criminal industry. It's just sex trafficking at $810 million with approximately 5,000 victims annually at an average age of 16.1. That's a very young 16-year-old. And you all know that means we have 12, 13, 14-year-olds also as victims. And then we have, especially in our immigrant communities, a large labor trafficking segment. This is a human rights violation, but it also is a legal violation. And fortunately, because we had the specialized unit, we were able to convert it immediately to sex crimes and human trafficking. And in 2005, when the law first changed, remember, we need laws to enforce and to bring about justice. When the laws changed to allow the prosecution of of state human trafficking, our unit prosecuted the first case, People versus Hall, under that law. And 
that's how it started. But here's where we are now. What are the strategies? In the area of human trafficking, we realize there is absolutely no way to prosecute your way out of it. There's, we do, we have a human trafficking task force 24 seven, but without changing the very culture that allows men to buy people like pizza, or to allow people to use labor, to use people like they're not human as domestic servants working seven days a week. If we don't change that from the ground up, we can never get there. We will never have a society that abolishes human trafficking. I refuse to use the word reduce human trafficking. We must abolish it. It is a bane on the very heart of society. It is slavery. And so what we are doing, we are doing together. We have, this has been a long journey. We have the money to educate every single student in our school system on human rights, on human trafficking red flags, to prevent them from becoming a victim and to prevent the next generation of abusers. And we're doing this through a three-part method called the Human Trafficking Education Collective. Go online and look at it, the Human Trafficking Education Collective. If you have a kid in school, insist that they get this education. They deserve it. And we work with PCI, our partner on this, with Protect and with No More. So this is very critical. Another big initiative is domestic violence is very linked to human trafficking. It is also something we need to deal with. We launched a, 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 an education, a partnership with the health system. UCSD, I'm proud to say, is a part of it. So it's called Health Cares, and it is about making sure that the health system and the safety system work together to detect domestic violence to save the next victim, especially in strangulation. These are two very major initiatives that we're proceeding on. Great. Thanks, Summer. In our uh, last couple of minutes, what can our audience members do to to work with our office or work with law enforcement to abolish human trafficking? So everybody has a strength, everyone in this room. Commit to take that strength that you have to somebody that needs it, whether as a mentor, whether you're a dentist, and you you know, we have victims, their teeth are messed up because they've been punched in the face, they never got the right, just having the right dental care changes their life. You know, whether it's trauma care that you can provide, whether you're just somebody who for the first time in the life of a victim doesn't want something back from them. They just want the, the, the way a good family is. They just want your good. Um, so just commit. You can go on sandiegoda.com. There's the ugly truth page that has everything about human trafficking and where you may connect to help us. It is, it, Everybody has a role in this room, and UCSD is launching the first medical protocol for in our region to detect victims of human trafficking. So kudos to you. You're already a great partner. Thank you so much, Summer, for sharing what you're doing and how our audience members can help. And now you know why I'm proud to be a member of Summer's team. 
You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.